Chapter 7. The Lies Getting sent to my room isn't such a big deal. I mean, I've got books and card games and cool junk and stuff. It's just, I sat in my room while my family was out there, you know, doing stuff. And they all thought that I had lied. But I did I hadn't. Not this time. I pressed my forehead against the window, staring at the empty spot in the driveway where the trike used to be. Something shook the oleander bushes a little, and I caught my breath. But nothing burst out of the bushes. No skunks, no whispers, only wind. Maybe I was wrong. In the kitchen, pots and pans clattered, and I knew Mom was cooking dinner. The side door smacked shut, and then I saw Dad rummage around in the shed halfway down the driveway. He lugged the hedge clippers over to the Eugenia's, and I wished I were out there helping him instead of just watching from the window. Pretty soon, leaf bits were flying everywhere. Then Mila clunked down the front steps. When she hopped off the last porch step, her black cowgirl boots came peeking into view. Then the rest of her appeared like some rabbit at the end of a bad magic trick. She did this little ta-da thing with her hands and then stuck her tongue out when she saw me staring through the window. Mila ran across the driveway to grab her polka dot doll stroller and lugged it backwards up the front steps. Thunk, thunk, thunk. A few seconds later, I heard her rolling it around in the kitchen, banging into walls. Excuse me, miss, where can I find the tortillas? Mila yelled. She was pretending her stroller was a grocery cart again. Right over there, Mom said, at the end of the aisle five. Where's my stool, Mom? I mean, miss. I sighed, and then all the dead flies on my windowsill scattered away. That tool used to be mine, too, just like the trike. The empty spot in the driveway on my own drawbridge was making me crazy. I knew two skunks stole that trike, and I needed to get it back. I needed to figure out what was going on in my neighborhood. My honor as a knight required it. I flopped down on my bed and tried not to think about being hungry. I could smell my favorite dinner steaming in the kitchen. Chicken tamales. It wasn't even Saturday. Mom's doing this on purpose, I groaned and flopped over onto my stomach. I tried breathing through my pillowcase. The stink, of, the stink of drool and old toothpaste filled my nose, but I could still smell dinner. My stomach growled, tamales. I knew what I needed to do. I opened my door and yelled, I'm ready to tell the truth. Then I lied. So, said mom, two skunks didn't steal your old trike. I hung back in the doorway, keeping my toes far away from Mila's out-of-control grocery cart. Mom had on her favorite sock monkey slippers, but she still wore her work clothes. She stood at the edge of the kitchen, one hand on her hip, waiting for me to answer. Excuse me, miss, Mila yelled while she ran over Mom's monkey toes with the stroller. Two oranges came toppling out of the seat and tumbled across the floor. Ouch, Mila. Mom gave me a look, this tired and I'm so glad you're my grown-up little man look. And I almost couldn't do it. Almost. No, I lied. Two skunks didn't steal my old trunk. Trike. I stared at the monkey heads on her slippers instead of her face. Thanks for telling the truth, Miho. Then, after a long sigh, she added, So where did you put your trike? I didn't put the trike anywhere, I said. That was the truth. I don't know where it is. That was kind of the truth. Mm-hmm. Mom said, go set the table, please. I slunk across the kitchen and took a stack of plates from the shelf. He knows, Mom. He's lying. 
Mila shook an orange in her hand. I don't know where it is, honest, but somebody probably did steal it, I said. The plates felt heavy in my hands. And it's mine, I mouthed to the plates. Mateo, Mom said, shaking her head. She took a deep breath as Mila rolled over her slippers again. I waited for Mom to say something else, maybe even send me back to my room. But she didn't. Mila zoomed around me with her stroller, singing, Mateo knows, Mateo knows, Mateo knows. Mila, it's time for dinner. Take your cart back outside and put those oranges away. The store is closed. Mom gave me a little smile just for a second. Mateo, go tell your dad dinner's ready, she said. I stuck my head out the door and yelled for dad. He came in from the driveway covered in little leaf bits. I waited for him to say something about the skunks. He must have noticed the trike wasn't out in the driveway, but he didn't even ask about the old trike. The house phone shrill. The house phone trilled. Mom rolled her eyes at the caller idea. Caller ID. Mateo, it's Grandma Martinez. Tell her we're having dinner, okay? My hands are a little full. She did have the dish of steaming tamales in her hand, but everything else was pretty much ready. I ran to the phone and skidded to a stop, bumping into the kitchen counter. I picked up the phone and booped it on. Hi, Grandma. We're about to have dinner. Hola, mijo. Come te, f- te fu hoy en la escuela. Grandma's voice was always a little scratchy, like she had a cricket caught in her throat. School is fine, Grandma, and you know I don't speak Spanish. It's dinner time. Dad snatched the phone from me. Hola, Mama, he said, puffing his cheeks at me. I think he's kind of scared of Grandma, but I'm not. She gives me money to buy candy when we go and see her at Christmas. I just don't like how she's always trying to talk to me in Spanish. She seems so disappointed when I can't answer her back, which is most of the time. Trying to speak Spanish makes me feel like I'm doing it wrong, and I hate that. But not speaking Spanish in Santa Barbara seems so wrong, too, so I'd rather just not think about it. Dad talked to Grandma Martinez in Spanish for a few more minutes, and then we all sat down. Dinner smelled so good. Tamales are the most perfect invention on the planet, maybe even more perfect than my catapult. But all through dinner, Mom kept raising her eyebrows, watching, waiting. It was always like this when I lied about something. She just knew. She would sit and wait until I confessed. Only this time, I couldn't. I had no idea where the skunks took my trike. Mom stopped raising her eyebrows at me across the table and then took a deep breath. Did anything happen today, Mateo? Before she could finish, I rolled my eyes like, Hello, I've been trying to tell everyone. Two skunks stole a trike out of our driveway. Mom kept at it. Anything at school, I mean? I stared at my plate, thinking about Danny launching that soccer ball right at Ashwin's nose, about him calling us weirdos, about Johnny laughing. I didn't mean to start crying. I swallowed a bunch of times, thinking I could stop the tears, suck, up, suck them all back in. Dad leaned over and put his head on my hand. Dad leaned over and put his hand on my head, which I know is supposed to help, but it just made it worse. Knights are not supposed to cry, right? Mom scooped Mila up, and they went into the kitchen to get dessert. Dad scooted my chair closer to his, screech, and waited. Mom and Dad both knew Johnny stopped coming around our house. They both know we're not really friends anymore, but I never really explained about Danny and the stinky stuff he said. I swiped at my face. 
Danny Vega keeps saying me and Ashwin can't be nights, and he won't let us play soccer on their team. And today he pegged Ashwin in the face with the ball, on purpose, for no reason. I said it all at once without taking a breath. I heard Mom slam the refrigerator, mumbling something about macho nonsense. Mila turned the mixer on super high to make the whipped cream, and I couldn't hear what else Mom said. Then Dad did his kind of explaining, where he looks me in the eye, and his voice gets all low and growly, not mean, just deep. He said the macho stuff, Danny hogging the field and being all rough, wasn't nonsense. He said what Danny did was wrong, but it wasn't all wrong. I bet you, Danny, thinks he's protecting his territory and his friends. You know, doing his duty like you do. He thinks he's got to be all tough about it. Bet you he's thinking Ashwin took you over a little bit. He's probably just sticking up for Johnny. No way, I said, getting a little worked up again. That's not at all how it is. And what about Johnny? He's the one who should be sticking up for me. Dad put his hand on my back, and even though it was sweaty, his hand felt good and heavy resting there. He didn't say anything for a while. Johnny's still your friend, you know. But Danny's mama and Johnny's mama were friends, and Johnny's dad works on Mr. Vega's crew. That stuff's important. I didn't say that I already knew that, but I did. Dad's got a crew of his own, so I know how that works. It's like that with kids, too. If your dads work together, you're just in. If your moms are friends, you can always play. It's automatic. Well, Mom and Mrs. Mer- Mrs. Ramirez have never been friends. I mean... They're nice to each other and everything, but Johnny's mom still doesn't know much English. Even dad has trouble talking with Mrs. Ramirez. He says she speaks Nahuatl, but it sounds like Spanish to me. I already knew all this stuff. I just didn't know why it all had to add up to me losing Johnny. Dad cleared his throat and I wiped my face on my shirt. Okay, I get it, I said, even though... That was kind of a lie. They're still being jerks, though. In the kitchen, the mixer finally stopped. Yeah, I think that's maybe what your mama was saying a minute ago, he said. I laughed and took Dad. And Dad took his hand away. He kissed the top of my head, and my back felt sweaty but cool where his hand used to be. I'll talk to Mr. Vega. Try to get those boys to give you some space, some respect. I knew my dad would. He always does that. He doesn't lie. Well, I had. I lied to Mom when I told her the skunks didn't take the trike, and I lied to Grandma when I said school was fine, and I lied to Dad when I understood all that stuff about Danny and Johnny. I fiddled with my fork, clinking it against my glass of milk until Mom sighed. Two skunks riding off into the night on an old trike was weird. But right then, I thought it would be easier to figure out than not being friends with Johnny Ramirez anymore. So what if I did lie, I thought. I'm going to find out more about the truth about that trike. I'm going to do it in the middle of the night. <laughs>